You're now tuned in to the Teacher's Lounge with Eddie B on Dash Radio and all major platforms. Yo, what's up, man? It's your boy, Eddie B, and welcome. You all tuned in one more time to another episode of the Teacher's Lounge with your boy, Eddie B. You know how we do it. All my teachers out there, hey, what's happening? I know you had a tough week, rough week, rough year, rough life. If this is the profession that you chose, I can dig it, you know? Everything going on, got election. I do not want to talk about that because it started on Tuesday and it's still going on. So, yeah, y'all pretty much know what's happening with that. I know one thing, uh, we might have a new secretary of education. So, I know our teachers, uh, except for, I don't know if you teach charter school, y'all like her. Charter schools like her because, you know, Jesus is real. But for the public people, public school teachers, you know, she don't know. Jesus is real. I ain't come talk about Hey, she's still the child of God. That's what I'm going to say. She's still the child of God. All right. Now, y'all know I have crazy guests. Really, all my guests I have a connection with. Either we work together or, you know, we have some type of connection as far as teaching, education. Or, you know, I'm always getting the insight on it. But this guy I have today, man, uh, we actually worked together in the uh, where I did my, uh, my biggest tenure uh, <laughs> in education at Fonville Middle School. This is one of my guys, one of my boys, man. You know, you got to have that teacher click, man. This is one of the guys who was in that click. It was a group of fellas. That, you know, we didn't hang out all the time, but, you know, we kicked it. We talked that talk. You know, we, we bounced off ideas, you know, stresses, issues. You know, we kind of told it, you know, the stuff that we was going through in, uh, within the building to each other. And uh, he's one of the ones that definitely uh, helped my career out. The reason why I ain't go crazy. And I'm pretty sure, you know, I did the same <laughs> for him. At one point, we worked on the same hall. We was like three doors down from each other. The only thing that separated us was the exit hall, right? Hey, I gotta say one hey, say boy, before I could hey, one time I heard you say this live. I passed by your class and it was so dangerous that year in education. That's when teachers were getting they was they was firing librarians, right? So we knew that was that year that they were, you know, doing them big budget cuts, them big budget cuts, and we didn't, you know, we was all, you know, we, we we knew we didn't have teaching down pack, right? We wasn't one of these Teach for Americas, you know, people kind of, <laughs> we was waiting to do something else anyway. You already know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Jesus real. Matter of fact, when you left, shoot, boy, the first thing you did was when got you another job. I'm like, he, this boy, <laughs> this boy to set the tone. We still here and he left. Bro, I never forget, I never forget, I, I passed by your classroom and I heard you tell your kids. See, sometimes you gotta be real with them. You straight up told your kids, you say, hey, if y'all don't get this, if y'all don't pass this test, I'm gonna get fired. That's what you said. I, I don't know if you remember that or not. Boy, you stopped me in my tracks. <laughs> I was on my way to the restroom, but I immediately say, I say, ooh, that boy putting it all on the table. <laughs> Sometimes you got to let the kids know, hey man, my job yeah. is on what you do. I got a whole wife and a whole little kid. I'm talking about you, not me, y'all. Y'all, y'all, <laughs> talking about him, right? But sometimes you got to do that. You know, we, we, we so flaky and so soft, we don't want to be real. Hey, we ain't have no opportunity to be fake. You had to let them know what was on the line. And I, you told me you going to get fired. Boy, you you quit after that year. You want to get fired. <laughs> I get fired. But anyway, yeah. hey, I'm so sorry, y'all. This is my boy. Uh, what you taught, like computer science? Uh, what, what did you? I, I taught English and reading. And then I, I convinced them to let me do that media production class. Media production class with my boy. I'm gonna let him tell y'all about that. But this is my boy. He's a published author. He's an entrepreneur, and he also has a job. <laughs> I don't know how that. I don't know how that works. He's an entrepreneurial 
uh, working for somebody else, but he got his own thing if he want to quit. That's grinding. His thing. Yeah. Working your way up. Grinding, man. Hey, if you ain't grinding, hey, you ain't trying. This is my boy. I want to welcome Terry Duran. What's up, man? Man, I appreciate you coming. My bad, on, my bad. Bro. Not Terry Duran. Terry, uh, Terrence Boyd. My bad. It's <laughs> often AKA Terry, Duran. Terry Duran. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't don't really get the connection. Uh, Terrence Duran Boyd is shortened to Terry Duran. So that, yeah. uh, and, and that's all because of the teacher. Remember I, when I released my first book, uh, I was teaching at the time and it was such a sexual raunchy book that I it didn't was sexual, want my... And it was raunchy, boy. <laughs> tell, them, tell them what the name of the book is. And you dropped this uh, while we were still teaching, Sexy Raunchy. Yeah, the, the book is called Game Recognized Game. Mm. Uh, and it, it, it has a lot of sexual situations, a lot, mm. lot of office intercourse, you know, a lot of inappropriate behavior and whatnot. And so I, I didn't want that to conflict with, with me being a teacher. Uh, mm. So that's why I didn't, didn't release it under my government name or whatnot. Just so like we I all do. do. Just like we all do. We all have a second, third, fourth job, and we don't want it to conflict with teaching. Meaning that we don't want our kids to know what we got going outside of school. We don't want some of the teachers to know because some of them messy and they don't care. Yeah. But you had that, that little group, you know. Hey, you know, hey, I never forget that how you uh how you introduce your book to somebody, your cover is so like like your cover, like, like game recognized game, you you get the name. But when you see the cover of the book, the cover of the book, okay, it has uh, uh, somebody outside coming in the office, you see their shadow, right? And then you have somebody at a desk, uh, a woman, a woman uh, uh, taking off her... Um, she's uh, trying to uh, pull them, put them back on. She's trying to, but my bad, she's trying to put back on her, 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 her uh, uh, what they call it? Unmentionables. Okay, she, she at work trying to put <laughs> unmentionables back on. And the first thing he said was, hey, how many people do you see? And some people be like, one, right? But what you don't see is the shadow behind that door. Somebody's coming in, right? So that that's the hook for your book. And uh, you the middle of all kind of radio stations, and now you're on the podcast today to be. So now, listen up. Now you gotta understand that we was fairly young, man. Young, you know, young male. Yeah, we, we was lit teachers, bro. We was lit. I, I never had a teacher that that looked like us or rocked like us. You know, mm -hmm. and, and that's that's a real powerful thing, man. You know, it's it's funny though, cause some of the students that I rock with back in the day, now that they adults, they still rock with me. You know what I mean? Like, ooh. so so they able to tell me how influential I was and why I was their favorite teacher and all that type of stuff. So it's interesting to see how 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 education, you know, how you can push things forward with the next generation. That's one of the main reasons I got into it. Yeah, exactly. But look, look, I say all the time, one of the, uh, the the biggest gifts that we get back is the relationships, whether that be with the kids or other teachers. You know what I'm saying? We don't do it for the money. You know we don't do it for the money, right? But, this <laughs> one of the but the only thing about this perk with the kids, with the teachers that are last a lifetime, you always have them coming back to you. I, I echo this all the time. Hell, Mr. Brown, what's up? That boy was cool, cool, cool. But <laughs> what people don't understand. They think that we just cool. See, sometimes, well, no, 95% of the time, kids love the fact that you put your foot down, you know, as an educator, and you can teach at, at the same time, and you teach how you teach. Like, we talk, we had, we walked around there with a little swag. Let's just, let's just be honest. Like, a lot of teachers <laughs> don't have swag. They have that district swag, you know? It's weak, body, <laughs> body type, 
Do your yeah. lesson and this is the objective. And when you finish and kids is sleeping and bored and you're wondering why they don't like you. No, you can teach, but you know, you ain't got that. You ain't got that relatability. You got to make it relatable. You got to, yeah, you got to make it relatable to real life. Exactly. And, and, and that, I mean, I, it was easier for me to do because I was teaching English and reading. So I got to use stories and literature. So I would use rap lyrics and TV shows and stuff that, that was relevant to teach my points instead of some boring poem or something that I know that, that, that they wouldn't be interested in. Because I, I just think about how we used to be during those teacher developments. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like how when they, they got us there for four hours, teach us some nonsense, some stuff that ain't helping us. Now imagine how it would be if we were given the, 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 the information. You know what I'm saying? Or we were instructing some new teachers on what they need to know or how they need to operate. It's just you got to know your audience and you got to know how to keep it interesting or keep them engaged. And, and you being a comedian, you got that to the max. You know what I'm saying? Yo, your crowd observation level is going to be on a black belt because of what you do on the side. Um, and with me with doing the music and all that type of stuff and freestyle battles, it's all, all those things kind of give you the, the keys or the, the tools to, to gauge your kids. You yes. know what I mean? And then, like you said, you got swag. You, you walking through the class, sit spitting, you humming songs they listen to. They know. You doing yeah. like, oh man, you know, you listen to Little Wayne, like, yeah. I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like they, like they don't think you play Madden. They don't think you like they. You once you make it real that you're a real person, man. The relationships, you know, really, really prosper from that point. Yeah, let me stop you, Refet. You said it was easy, you know, uh, <clears throat> being uh, uh, being creative. You said English and reading. Let me tell you something, boy. No, it is not. English, <laughs> reading, and history is three of the boringest subjects that you could possibly really? listen to me, man. The reason why I'm saying that is the subject alone. Kids associate that with reading well, yeah, boring, yeah. And, and poems and reading boring stories and and talking about history. No, see, you had to be creative to make that thing pop. That's why I'm partial. To science. I'm a science <laughs> because the fun is embedded in the curriculum. You know, I got labs I can use. I can reinforce every lesson with something for them to do. You know, get them moving, get them making stuff. You know, and all yeah. my science teachers out there, if you letting your kids make stuff, you need to do that at home because you will not be able to do your whole lesson if the kids have to be hands on because they will do that all class and you won't get no work done. You don't have to put stuff together and assemble this. No, you need to do that work at home and then have it ready for the station. That's my little nugget for you. But if you teach English, E-L-A-R, they, they, they combine it now. English, language, really? reading. They combine it now, E-L-A-R. Wow, they so messy. They gonna combine them. That mean they knocked the whole teacher out of a job. Remember English, <laughs> English and reading, they <laughs> two teachers. And so now, if you're an English uh, and reading teacher and a history teacher, like you something special if you can uh, uh, manipulate that curriculum and make it fun because they associate that with boredom. You know what I'm saying? Reading, who reads? Yeah. I'm just saying like some people ain't- Well see, that, I had to put it in perspective for them. Like I know kids, uh, well most people feel that way, but then I had to tell them, well, your favorite movie, somebody wrote it. Your actors yeah. had to read your favorite movie. Yo, your, yeah. your favorite rappers had to read their favorite lyrics. You know what I'm saying? So once I put it in like, well, damn, 
certain stuff that you read is boring. Some stuff you read is gonna be lit. You know what I'm saying? Like so, it just depends. It depends on how it, what it's about, and you know how it's presented. And so, one of the things that I was able to like my stories that I would use in my class, they would be about you know real stuff, like a kid getting molested by their stepdad, and you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like yeah, yeah. The, the rumors about it, and the, you know what I'm saying? Like so, they be looking forward to coming to my class because you got a test on a story that was real that you remember the details. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That you could actually relate to. Yeah. So it just made it, you know, you know. Then I, I, I was uh, kind of above the curve uh, as far as technology wise. So I had my little Pandora hip hop beats in the background as a reward. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like y'all do y'all thing. I'm gonna create the environment you. for y'all. You know what I mean? Like so, little stuff like that where they can't wait to your to get to your class because it's gonna be chill mode. Mm -hmm. They ain't gotta be hiding the earphone or you know what I'm saying, like doing little stuff like that. Cause I want to listen to the beats too. Right. You know what right. I mean? Like so hang up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like they see you 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 jamming in the class. They you know what I'm saying it's just a cool little vibe where everybody can laugh and 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 still accomplish what needs to be accomplished. And it, it, it's a beautiful thing. But the politics like like as we both know can really um, put a damper on, on, on the whole whole situation. You know how it go. So uh, to my teachers out there in the teacher world, let me let you know what he's trying to explain that there's a balance, okay? You can be a cool teacher <laughs> and be effective, okay? You can be a cool teacher and be effective. You don't gotta be by the book. Sometimes you think you gotta be one or the other one, no. And, and sometimes, see, teachers get frustrated. Teachers get frustrated because they haven't ran into their style of teaching yet. Sometimes that take years. I didn't run into my style of teaching, man, to like, shoot, four, five, five, by five, six years at the same place. I could have, I know they talked about firing me so many times. You know how many times they tried to, tried to write me up and put me on growth plans when I ain't need no damn growth. I just had to keep coming to work. Anything you keep doing, you get good at, right? And so, oh, and also uh, for my for my teachers out there who are not familiar with the uh, with the lingo, when he when we say lit, he was a lit teacher. You know how you light a match. <laughs> you know how you light a match. It's lit. It's fire. It's a heat. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're talking about combustion. You feel me? So we, we can break stuff down. That's what we're trying to say. So now you know what lit is. So if you guys sit up, oh, I need you to Google lit in the in the in the hip hop area. You will see what that is. So now, real fast, I, I love I, I love I love the fact that we're able to just chop it up, pick it up, even though we hadn't even talked in a long, long time, because we had that same type of relationship on campus. You feel what I'm saying? And so we went through stresses and we went through it, you know. But one thing that made it lighter was the fact that we had each other. You know what I'm saying? Now. I want to go at like personally. I don't remember when I met you for the first time, right? Like, do you remember like the first time you saw me on campus? Like, do you remember? Or are you just like, oh, okay, okay, we teach together. The first time we was on campus together, was we on the same hall? Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh I, it was. It was like during um the the what's that? What's it called? When um the two weeks before school start or whatever, you know what I mean? Like where we got to like do the, the like development the tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you. And at the same you say, yeah, what? yeah, and so, so we was like, like the only two black dudes, you know what I'm saying? Like it was only a handful of black dudes there. So <laughs> you had- uh, Why'd be the first thing you look for in, in the PD? So, hey, why'd so be the first thing you look for? I spotted you. 
I said, why they be the first yeah, thing? Yeah, somebody you know, I can relate to, man. Somebody who looks like you, somebody who's young like you. You're like, who? Yeah. You listen to what they say. You see who talking too much. You see who asking too many damn questions. Them the ones you're not going to be bothered with because they too by the book. You looking for somebody who you probably can relate to. Why I'm is it looking like for somebody to relate to, and I'm, I'm searching for the eye candy. <laughs> two primary things that I was focused on when when I was <laughs> hey. when I was approaching teaching because the eye candy man y'all that's that's so underrated y'all teachers out there that dress cute and dress fly got the cute shoes that is very 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 appreciated by your colleagues trust me on that hey and real fast this is a true story this hey this is a true story man. Me and this boy collectively went to the principal one year <laughs> and we was like, hey man, hey baby, look here, next year, can you please? Hey, no knock, okay, let me stop. No knock to the women that we work with. Let me start off by saying that. Because <laughs> you know they're going to hear this podcast. <laughs> no knock to the women that we work with. On campus, oh. but we ain't have no eye candy at work. You know what I'm saying? Maybe one or two, and they married, right? And the, you know, maybe one, maybe you know, you know. Oh, was, oh, you know I'm gonna shut up. I'm gonna shut up. I'm gonna shut up, man. No, I'm not. No, I'm not gonna shut up. But maybe we had one or two, and then one, a couple outside of them. Okay, you know. So we went to the principal. We like, hey, baby, come here. Come, we were come struggling. Come in the hallway with us. Can you please get us some eye candy for next year? We know you do the hiring. We know you see them. In the we don't care what they don't know at this point. We don't care what they can't teach. Please let them look good. There's something for us to see. Let me tell you something. Because, okay, the women that we work with, we was eye candy for them. Like, let me tell you something, boy. Hey, I was about to say, they had eye candy, bro. And I'm not, I, and I'm not trying to say I'm all that. But it was one teacher, <laughs> boy. It was one teacher who was a little older. And she was tall. She was older, older. I'm talking about married. I'm 10 years. You're going to know who I'm talking about. She used to smell me every chance she got. Not smell me like, ooh, Mr. Brown, you smell good. She used to come to me and get in my chest, right? And she was taller than me. I'm 5'8", bro. She had to be 6'1". That's tall for a woman, right? And she came to me. Look, and sometimes, look, boy, I would feel like, uh, and I, she would objectify me. You know what I'm saying? I almost, I almost, I almost went to admin. I almost went to admin behind this one. Boy, I would feel so objectified. Like, let me tell you something. She would look at me. Look, while I'm talking to her, she no eye contact. She looking dead at my chest. She looking dead at my chest. The whole conversation. And I can hear her breathing like, oh, oh you don't know. You don't know. You smell good in your chest poking out. Boy, hey, she raped me with her eyes in the hallway. And I'm just saying right in front of right in front of the office. So I'm like, you know what? I felt like a woman feels like she just wanna go to the bar and get a drink. You know what I'm saying? I just wanna go and sign in. I came out, Mr. Brown, ain't you know how they get you, Mr. Brown. I know you're not gonna pass by me without getting my hug. Come on, man. Every time I hug you, you go down my back. Like, you're supposed to keep it like one hug, like a church hug. She used to start, look, boy, every time I felt, I felt like, I felt like I was, I was in her grasp. She used to start at the top of my back and slide down 
right? Slide down my spine, right? And then release with one hand round by the bottom of my back and the top of my book. Boy, I felt like a, a defiled woman. And I never said nothing. So I, you know what? All, them t all that trouble I had at school, I walked around with that pain. And I never told nobody. I'm getting free right now, T-Boy. Like, thank you for listening, brother. I really appreciate that. Who I'm going to tell? Who I'm going to tell? Will I tell y'all back then? Like, well, you weak. Go, you better get that touch. You, you weak or something? Like, no. I just want to do my job. Oh, anyway, <laughs> we just want to see some, hey, but did he get some eye candy the next year? No, he did not. I don't remember. Nobody knew. Well, we're not going to go there. You married, boy. I, I want to keep your house a happy home. We're not going to do that. Now, I will say this. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. Hey, look, we got some more young young male teachers that came in. We had we had Jay Will, right? Uh, uh, no, no, no. Well, Will Robot, Will Robinson, and we had Wavernose, right? And uh, what was the one? He was married, but he used to hoop all the time. Oh man, me and him. I forgot his name, man. Uh, I I, I can't think of his name. Marino? <laughs> no, is it? Gonzalez. No, no, not Gonzalez. Not Gonzalez. God dog it, man. We stopped me and him used to always hoop in the uh 21st century program. Remember that? That's extinct now. They don't have after school programs no more. But look, I want I, real fast, talk about like the importance, like your experience and the difference that you saw of being a male teacher on campus. Like a lot of guys, a lot of them are afraid of the students um they or they they just don't understand the culture or whatnot so so for them to see somebody that's of their culture that that they can envision themselves growing up to be you know um uh -huh. that that went a long way as far as it made my path easier for them to relate to me um mm -hmm. but being able to talk to them about the uneducation stuff just talking about why it's important to stay in school how you can put yourself in a position to 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 be attractive to women and and date the type of women you know like they see my wife and they're like man I want a wife like that you know like well this is what you do like there ain't nothing wrong with coming from the hood and going to college like when me and my friends go out we turn up we can afford to get a section we can afford to you know drive nice cars and do even though on a teacher salary it was a struggle you know what I mean no stop um, but you stop it right now. You stop it right now. This boy had a seven series. <laughs> what you what you know? You did something else. I thought you I thought you did something illegal. Real time, real talk. I, I didn't say nothing to nobody, but I thought something happened. I thought you got a set up or a claim or something before you start teaching. <laughs> this boy pulled up on campus with a seven. And here I go, I had a plenty at Grand Dam. Okay, I know what I could afford. This boy, hey, your wife must be a hell of a budgeter. Because this boy pulled up in a seven. But you know what? When he pulled up in the seven, I hear the boy talk. I asked him about it, and that's the first time I ever heard somebody break down to me mind frame. Like, it's your mind frame, like what you think. He thought seven series, even though he was a teacher. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking, damn, I'm just trying to get to work. So, punny at granddad. You feel me? <laughs> but, like, now, well, I don't really care about no damn cause. But now, like, I'm like, I get it. I understand where your mind frame was. That's probably why you were able to leave 
school and you prospered more, made more money, had more influence and still was shit. And you was happy as hell. Like I used to hate when you called me and I was still teaching. Like <laughs> don't call me happy with your new career. Like don't call me unless they hiring. He he called me by hiring. <laughs> he goes to send me. But, but, but as I digress, being a male teacher, like you had that mind frame, you know, you could get it. Uh the discipline sometimes male teachers you know, I'm, I'm not saying that women don't have discipline, not at all. I, women, they, you got to have it. You got to have yeah, it to get these kids to do what you want them to do, to teach them anything. You got to have classroom management. But sometimes one of the perks of being a man is that as soon as they come in your classroom, until they see different, they automatically be like, uh-oh, man, we got a male teacher. We got a dude in here. You know what I'm saying? It kind of resembles discipline. It, now I've seen some male teachers get ran over now. When I talk, boy, when, when, oh, when yeah, I was yeah. in the program, he was so he was so nice. You know, I felt bad for him. He, he, hey, he went to he probably went to a school that had a, a, a Carne, Carnegie something on it. He, he wore Carnegie's to school when, when he was in school. <laughs> Carnegie, he was so nice. He went, look, look, first of all, we was at alternative school. That was my first job. This boy drove an hour to, you know, to, to work. And he was just so nice. And didn't, uh, Eddie, I don't understand why these kids, I can't reach the kids. I don't understand why I can't reach the kids. I say, maybe it's because you're vernacular, okay? Maybe you need to quit reading Harry Potter books, man. Quit reading, quit reading Harry Potter books, man. These kids are thugs and gangsters. This is an alternative school. This is the hey, this uh, they look this this alternative school. This is what all the all the ones that the, the, the districts don't want no more. They send them here. They don't read Harry Potter books. You talk like you've read every edition of all the Harry Potter books. Uh, you read all the you know every, look. You, you're well spoken. You need to break your English up a little bit to read some of the kids. I used to wear a blue shirt all the time, and some of my kids thought I was a crip. I didn't tell them I wasn't. Okay, I just said, man, go on with that. <laughs> I don't care, man. Whatever I got to do, survive in a, in an alternative school. Yes. So that's I'm just saying, just because you're a male, don't mean that you have discipline. But I'm pretty sure when they saw yeah. a male in the classroom at first, they probably thought, oh, okay, I really can't press him until he opened his mouth and started talking with all his subject verb agreements, okay? And they're like, oh man, we gonna kill him. And they used to run over him. But it circled, it, it circled around the campus that Mr. Brown was a crip and a thug <laughs> and he was cool and he ain't played and he had tattoos. Yeah, it, yeah. So, and so I had, hey, I, I, I had alternative school cred. You feel me? I had, <laughs> I had school school cred. And so, but I'm just saying in that situation, I had that. But as soon as I got in there, they saw me and gave me that respect. I maintained it and took it a bit further when I opened my mouth. You know, you know what you do, how you really maintain it? By treating them with respect, man. A, exactly. lot, of, a lot of teachers don't really give them the respect. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they love walking in a classroom and being able to dap you up. You know what I'm saying? Or you, yeah. you give them a pound or you something or you, you tease the cowboy fan in the class like they like having those kind of off schedule relationships with you you know what i'm saying like so the more you can do that you know what i'm saying like the, the, the better the relationships to be because yeah. I, I remember like when we would meet and have our meetings and teachers would talk about students like i got had to get them expelled and i'm thinking like man that's my best student you know what i'm saying yeah. like 
he yeah. cussed you out. He threatened you. Like, yeah. like, so it was a shock to me to see how some of the kids performed with other teachers. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, like, that, that, that's really, I mean, like, you, by the time the kids got to eighth grade and they, they all love you, you know what I'm saying? The, the kids that you had passed around. So when they see you come by, oh, that's Mr. Brown. You say like, yo, and they yo, saw your name travel. They saw we were cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you y'all cool, y'all buddies. Like, yeah, we kick it, we rock. You know what I'm saying? Like, so they they like, man, y'all regular dudes. You know what I mean? Hey, man, you gotta understand, man. Like when you left, I still had Mr. Robinson. Whoever knows, I see him in passing. You know, I still had them, but you know, we we were so engulfed in teaching, though. We were we we wouldn't have a lot of time. Like they they our group just broke up. You feel me? And when I went to other camp, but before I talk about other campuses, we used to have staff games, y'all. And it just so happened, well, staff versus the students. And it just so happened that <laughs> all of us could hoop. Like every every male teacher there, at least six of us. <laughs> our whole starting five with a six man could play basketball <laughs> real good, right? And we would play against the eighth grade team and boy, you talk about different, and we wouldn't play, we wouldn't take nothing easy on them because we taught them. We ain't kept them off. <laughs> Man, we, we trying to make highlight real. We throwing alleys and shooting. Man, you can't lose to them kids, man. They gonna take on, yeah, yeah. And, and you remember that year? I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah, who is it? They started getting that dump on them, that the dunked in the game. He was, who? They are all instead of two. Yeah, they start getting I don't remember who it was, but one of the it was like a a a, a substitute or he wasn't like a normal teacher, but he, he was hooped. like a, a substitute because dunked in the game. Yeah, hey. he came in and he dunked. I'm like, oh, we, we really finna ball out. Hey, this boy hooped, hoop. I'm looking at him like that boy shot a three. You know you can hoop when you shoot the ball and it go right in the basket. Don't even move the net. He didn't even move the net, boy. I mean, he muscled that in. I'm like, <laughs> he hooped for real. He making us look like peons. But we, we was hoopers too, but not like, you can tell he played organized ball, college, overseas, <laughs> all that. He was a gift for us. But that was one more way that we got together. And like, we would hang out, every, not a lot, cause you boys was married. Like I was a single cat on campus, you know what I'm saying? But we would hang out, real talk, we would hang out. And like a lot of times I really appreciated that after, after y'all left, you feel what I'm saying? Cause you had other people that came to the school they hired and oh my God, they're trying to organize these teacher meets outside of work. And you know, I'm a veteran at this point. Hell no, I'm not gonna let you see how I'm <laughs> outside of work. So you can come back and tell everybody, Mr. Brown, you don't drink? I'm like, not with you. <laughs> no, I don't drink with you. You will never catch me drinking with some of them. Like, but with y'all, I would love to do that. That's why I call, they call it your teacher click. And it's just the ones who you rather be around because you really can trust them. Like if I ever told you something in confidentiality, I didn't have to worry about you going back and tell other teachers and a counselor or maybe back door and tell the principal, you know, something like that. Cause yeah. we really had each other back. Like we had each other back to the point that he can hit me up like, hey, come watch my class. I came, I, I'd have brought my class in there with his class and watched it even though we weren't supposed to do that. I would do that, period. So. Yeah, work was still stressful. Work was still stressful, but hell, we it, it made it a little better when I saw other people going through the same thing, the people I kind of confided in. Now, fast forward to when I went to another campus after I retired. You know, I retired from Funville. I was tired. 
got to the next, and I talked about this on the previous uh, podcast uh, episode. I ain't have no fellas there, bro. Now I go to the real. Let me tell you something. You know, you know, you know them alpha males. They they so weak though. Look, they think they alpha males because they the, they think they the hot guys on campus, right? First of all, if you a dude and you think that on your campus, stop it. You are at work. Okay? <laughs> Let somebody endorse you, man. Don't do that. Now, as far as us, as far as us if somebody came on campus, they would see us I'm like that's a group of. You know, that's a group of tens. That's a group of A-ballers right there. They, they, don't, they don't alpha males. We didn't act like that. We just had swag. We chill. We related to the kids. We talked to teachers. And we knew our business in the classroom. So, ipso facto, they might be sexy to one of these teachers. You know what I'm saying? Now, <laughs> fast forward to my situation at the new school. It was a dude on campus. It, it was one dude on campus. He was like a specialist or something. He was cool. But... He didn't work there though, you know what I'm saying? He was in and out. And you can tell who thought, you know, anyway, this guy thought he was the, and man, bro. All I did was walk on campus, <laughs> walk the hell my business, and he was automatically intimidated. Automatically. And I smelt it on him. I never said nothing. I even was cordial, cause you know, you to do it on campus, maybe we can coexist. And then he went behind my back and just, you know, lying on me. Oh man, and I, I was, wow. I, I was so hot. But then it made me think about, man, I did foster great relationships before. This was my first time experiencing that. So I know for a fact, teachers around the world, they go through stuff with teachers on campus that they just don't like, man. Like, dude, we're doing the same type of thing. We all stress, man. I, you, you just made me remember you just made you you just reminded me of a teacher that i had to check on on behalf of you our, our it was an email chain and i what what it was one of the teachers that was that was sent to e, that sent an email like to the assistant principal talking down on you you know what i mean oh yeah you know like it. Like, like and so i had to into you know you know i'm i'm uh what they call them twitter fingers you know i i don't have no problem voicing my opinion or whatever whatever but yeah man she was she was literally talking down to you to the to her students like her her students would come to me telling them that oh he's your teacher y'all gonna fail the test and he don't know what he's teaching and oh I, yeah i heard her say that i heard her say that she talked right across the hall from me and this is when i got moved up to eighth grade science and then, and remember i say that on on stage now i say instead of them helping me they moved me to eighth grade science from sixth grade science in the middle of the year. Hell no, I didn't know what I was doing. Okay, y'all supposed to help me. They did not help me. They just talked about me. They didn't share their lesson plans with me. I remember, remember, like in sixth grade, we have our same lesson plan. If we all teach sixth grade science, we all had the same lesson plan. We just put each everybody's name on the same one and we submitted it together. I got to eighth grade. I thought we was gonna do the same thing. First thing the girl told me, no, you do your own lesson plan. Damn it, ain't we teaching the same thing? <laughs> Why? Don't you know I just got here? And so they just talk, 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 talk. But you know what? Like I say, man, you never know who you're going to need. Be careful who you dismiss. They didn't know I would be in this position right now. And I don't really care about the position. I really care about the fact that, damn, other teachers go through what I went through. Like I thought I was the only one. You know what I'm saying? Because the teachers like that. I thought I was the only one that tripped that, that that was stressed out 
and went through it and was to the point where they made me feel like I couldn't teach and made me feel like I didn't know what I was doing. And it wasn't admin, admin not by me, it's other teachers. And you know what? Maybe they, it was their own insecurities. You know what I'm saying? Cause I, look, yeah, look. They, they can see that you have it, that man, everybody don't really like when, when the kids rock with you, you know what I mean? Like, and, that and that's the part that you can't, you can't fabricate. Right. Like the, the love, the, the kids glowing, getting, you know, like your former students coming, coming to your class, you know what I'm saying? saying like, oh, but stuff, man, that's real. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't because of nothing like that. It's because of just you, they favorite teacher. Yeah. And you can't have the that, one that got their mind going and, and got them thinking about the future. Yeah. Hey, that's man. a beautiful thing. Like, I, I wonder what my life would have been like if I would have had a teacher like that. Like a teacher that Ooh, I, I say like, that all the time. Oh, I can be like him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I would be talking to my students about pledging, like being a Kappa, like being at an HBCU. Like, man, go, do not drop out of school because you can't go to college. You know what I'm saying? So I'm telling them about like, man, if you manage your time, you can turn up, you can have more fun, you can be with girls, you can, you can do all these type of things. Like I'm gambling on Madden. I'm doing all type of stuff. I shoot dice with my friends, and I'm still on the dean's list. Like so, if you, I'm just talking to them about like so they just totally wrong. Like you, you for real? Like yeah, man. Like but I, I would have never known that. I would have never went to the military if I would have had a teacher like me that would told me being smart mm -hmm. is is your key to success. Mm -hmm. You can go straight to college and go for free. I had no idea you could get a scholarship like. I didn't apply myself in school because I did not have a teacher like me. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, so for me personally, my mother dropped out of high school. So her standard for me was just, you gonna finish high school. And yeah, so I'm I like, bet. And so once I got to the point where I did all the prerequisites to finish high school, I didn't put no more effort into school. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I'm dice games every day, half a day, you know, doing a little light crime, doing all little stuff. <laughs> but like, hey. Okay. Yeah, no, I did, did some, some blue collar crime, you know, yeah, like. Uh, hey, no, no, hey, this ain't that type of podcast. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> but but see, no I didn't know that you should take the harder classes, or you should take a trigonometry, or some type of. You could become an engineer if you learn learn these type of math. Like, I was like, I couldn't understand why these kids are taking these hard classes. I'm yeah. like, man, you you definitely you could be half a day like me. You know what I'm saying, like. But that's because I didn't have a teacher that I, I related to that mm -hmm. was putting me, that would put me on game. Like, hey, I went to this college. I do I do this. I do this when I'm not at work. I didn't know nothing about my teachers when I was in school. So what kind of teachers did you have? They weren't the cool teachers. I, I really don't remember. To be honest, don't I, even really remember. Don't remember, I don't remember most of them. I remember the ones that was hating on me. I remember, I remember one teacher tried to get me expelled uh, saying that I made a terror terroristic threat towards her. And you know what, what I'm saying? Like, oh, well, well, what was the terroristic threat? Man, the, you remember the, the what teacher that was? literally, the teacher <laughs> literally lived three houses up from me, right? And so, so, so she had she had wrote me up and got me suspended over some nonsense, right? So and, I and come back on your street and lived on your street. Yeah, so I come back from suspension 
and the kids in the class is asking me what happened. That's the only thing I remember. She was trying to get me expelled over some nonsense. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't, I, I, I don't really remember my teachers like that because they didn't have an impact on my life. Bro, that's a strong point right there, man. Cause I, I, I listen up, listen up to all my teachers. You will be remembered. You will be remembered by your staff and by your students mostly. What would they remember about about you? Huh? Like what Terry was just saying, look, and and it hit home that if he would have had a teacher like him, and I think about that all the time. I never had a cool teacher like me. You know, they were about a book and they, they, I could work with them, but I understood, oh, y'all a teacher. It's a new generation of teachers. Our generation, I'm sorry. I don't know what the new ones. But it, it got to perpetuate. I'm pretty sure it's cool to teachers now, too, right? Because, it, it, hey, it's more, it, it's more acceptable to be that cool teacher and they'll let you be yourself sometimes if you can execute what cool. you want to yeah. execute as far as the curriculum-wise, right? But I thought about that, too. What if I would have... Uh, yeah, I see. I see teachers like making rap songs and things like that. See some. I see the innovation taking place. Yeah, well, I'm with just social like, media, like I see some teachers that use social media to reach their students and stuff. So it's it's coming along. You know, like like you you know that that uh, YouTube video we did got like eight million views, bro. Yeah, we did a uh, fun via bully. Yeah. Right? Find, find your bully. You know, like, for, for those of y'all that are... My class, I left my, look, my, I know, brought my class in your class to shoot that. But we shot that on campus. Yeah, yeah, like... That was cool. Yeah, that, was, that was one of the only projects I was able to really do with the kids. Out the box. Yeah, that, that was crazy, you know, but... Teaching That's still them, up on YouTube? Oh, man, they... I need to check that out, bro. Still on them. I couldn't delete it. I couldn't yeah, believe right it, man. There. I was like, no, I it got, got too much. Hey, it got hey. too much Farmville history. Hey, exactly. Don't ever delete that. Look, that's back when we had cheekbones. <laughs> 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 we and doing. You know, you remember how you were your first teacher? Well, no, let, let me get back to it. Like, teachers, you will be remembered, man. You will be remembered to be that teacher who 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 um who, who kids were able to relate to, or you'll be remembered as the one that they couldn't stand, or you won't be remembered. And that's just as worse, okay? Listen to me, man. The ones who I remember made an effect on my life. The only teacher I really remember is when I had a crush on Miss Fisher. I talked about her last week. Get <laughs> my line. I love you. Uh, and and uh, Dr. Williams, this was a, 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 one of my college professors. I love the fact that he was a white guy, right? And he was so cultured, right? I'm talking about he would take trips to Africa and, and, and Indonesia and, and, and Spain. And, and, and it was a history class, right? It was a history class. You know, that's boring as hell. But this dude would talk to us about cultures that he experienced when he was there. Even broke, man, the boy got in class, man, and broke down the light. He started speaking, you know, one of the languages. I'm like, go on, white boy. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I ain't never experienced that. And he was so cool. Cause I think cause his experiences and he didn't, he didn't over, uh, over teach us, you know, if that makes sense. He wasn't trying to be this ball busting, back breaking. He was him and what he did and what he valued, man, it made me like, oh, I, I, I used to go to that boy after class. 
like, hey man, I, I love that. What where did you go? What was that again? You know, I wasn't really listening, but uh when you broke that language down, man, you a killer, you a killer professor. And I remember him. It was uh Professor Williams, man, and them Kingsville. What's up, man? Shout out to you. That was around my 2003, four, whatever. Jesus is real, they gonna be in my business, they gonna know how old I am. But you will be remembered as an educator, man. You will be remembered as an educator. And just like uh, you will be remembered uh, as the cool teacher, you can be remembered as that one that didn't give a damn, who gave up on kids, you was by the book. You will be remembered from other teachers as the one who talked too much, the one who always get their point across, the one who, couldn't, who they couldn't relate to. Let me tell you something, if you're on a campus, man, it's too many people that work at the same place for you not to want to be open to working together. If the school was about you, your name would be on the marquee outside, okay? Just because you got teacher of the year don't mean that you above people, you know? All that means that you got a hold to some resources and you found out a, a secret and, you know, you got your kids to perform for you, all right? Once you share that, share that. That's how you do that, okay? What's going to last is relationships. Everybody I've had on my podcast, man, I got a relationship with them through education, through teaching, except for, you know, the, I had the boxer on the uh, lightweight champ of the world. But we cool. You know what I'm saying? They, they, teaching, they teaching kids in the pandemic, you know, they got kids with disabilities and they doing it and they talk about their relationship. All I'm saying is, and they talk about how cool the teachers are, you know? And so they, they will always remember them teachers, man. And so you ain't got to be no weak, uh, do what the district tell you type teacher, man, to relate. And even if you ain't got no swag, you can relate to people. You living, you human. Look, look, man, you got to reach these kids where they are. I mean, and then you can pull them up to where you want them to go to. You can't just pull them up from the jump. You got to grab them first. Like, what the hook going to be? Man, we don't need no <laughs> hook on this beat. You feel me? It ain't no hook. It's just regular life. If you're a regular person, you know, you know, you you know how to relate to people. Period. How to talk to people. You know, you learn how to talk to kids, man. Period. So, hey, boy, I think all my guests on the podcast are gonna be people I work with. I don't gotta go grab no, you know, superstar rappers or no dictators or no principals that I ain't never dealt with to get their opinion. I can get the opinion of real life educators and admin who I work with and deal with, which is not a lot of them. Right, but like I had Dr. <laughs> I had Dr. Jackson on, boy. Dr. Jackson went off, boy. Uh, she, she a fool with it. He got no filter, boy. But anyway, you remember how it was? That was the first time we ever experienced a cool admin. I, I ain't never been jealous of another teacher for the AP. Like I used to be like, man, I used to be. I was literally thinking about going to sixth grade. You know what I'm saying? Like. Just Dr. Jackson as yeah, your yeah. Dr. J, are you thinking about coming to eighth grade? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, and we be like, nah, I'll stay with y'all at. Stay with y'all at. Don't, don't do us. Don't do us, man. We needed this little gift. Do not do us. It's like if you ever had a cool boss. How many times have you ever had a cool boss? Almost never. But when you get one, get the students to understand that you care first. They'll work hard for you. Get them to understand that you just understand what's going on. It's that easy. You don't got to go sit in no damn PDs that the district and pay yeah. thousands of dollars for this ineffective person with this study show stuff. You know what I'm saying? To come in and bore us to death and give us a bunch of damn PowerPoints, uh, 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 papers that we're going to throw away because we can't use that. You know, and they, they walked off paid and, and we said we just lost 
two hours of our damn day when we could have been in our classroom getting our classroom together. You know what I'm saying? So I think caught up on work. It's a big disconnect between the district and educators. And the district use uh, their enforcers, which are principals and admin. And now even they using uh, what they call them, academic coaches and, you know, stuff like that to, you know. Specialists and all that. Look here, man. Hell, give us that money. Whoever you, <laughs> hey, <laughs> I, I bet you won't send an email to all the teachers and say, hey, y'all, that big old uh, PD that we was going to have, you know what? The PD was going to be on relationships and trust. We gonna, what we're going to do is we're going to let all y'all get in the room together and talk it out, and we're going to split that money up for all of y'all and not bring the speaking. <laughs> Watch how effective your class right? Watch how effective the <laughs> That'll work. I need to do that. I, hey, I need to propose that. Put teachers in the room, tell them we're going to give you all y'all the money that we was going to give the speaker to come in. Hey, y'all work this out. This is the topic. Let's talk it out. Y'all go. And you can lead the room. By the time you come back, you're going to have an all-star campus. You know what I'm saying? Look, man, that micromanagement thing is not working. It don't work, especially during the pandemic, man. Boy, hey, I think oh, man, I feel so sorry for the teachers. Pandemic. Look, the, the, the next, next podcast is going to be all pandemic, man. All pandemic. All pandemic, because they're going through it. They're having to do hybrid teaching. These are the teachers who are in the classroom with a, a select few students that the parents let them go back. Yeah. And at the same time, they online trying to do this remote learning thing at the same time. And they get mandated. Boy, they uh, they getting observed online and at school. Oh. And the districts. And, and, and it's new. It's a new situation, right? So admin is staying in their classroom. You're not even giving the room to breathe. You're always on their back about, you know, uh, about being effective. Stop it. Like you, like you have anything to compare it to. You know Stop. what I'm saying? Like that's the part that I always hated. Like you got somebody that don't don't do what you're doing. Don't don't really relate to the kids. Trying to tell you why they didn't learn something. Like man, you don't know what the hell's going on. But that was part of that that frustration, you know, of being in the classroom. Being like the part that I really just didn't couldn't really rock with, I don't like being judged by somebody else's performance. So I don't I don't like being graded based off the kids' scores because some of them kids just don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, like on a practice test, they won't even read the question. Like like hold on, so I'm in grad school making straight A's. I'm, I'm a straight A student from college, and I'm all of a sudden bad because he didn't because of his grades. <laughs> Mr. I don't even read, read, I don't even read my name on my work. It's, it's yeah. who, stop it. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's the part that, that kind of didn't, didn't rock with me. And it was such a disconnect because when they come in your room, they all on you. Oh man, your, your lesson was so lit. You were so engaged. The students love it. Your students telling you how, how good it was. But if they, if, if they, if they can't read that boring test and pass that, that's my fault. They don't learn like that. They be on games all day. They be online all day. Why don't you make the test to something they can do like that? Make the test on the computer. Put a lot of pictures. Put some animations on that thing. You know what I'm make saying? Make them have to, yeah, some, something Come on, digital. Man, what you doing? And so, like, just like, and just like you said, they come in your classroom. They see you. You're effective in the classroom. And, they, and judge, judge how effective I am by how my teacher. I mean, how my, uh, how my, how my students give me what I gave them. How, how they retain the information right then and there. Like, I, like you said, they, te- they, they talking the lesson. They giving it back to you. They giving you feedback, meaning that they understood everything you said that day. 
You feel me? And now you got to understand some of these kids just don't test well. Some of these kids don't even like to be bored like that. And so they might underperform on the test. And, 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 and the shaming part is if your kids underperform, boy, the district will try to come for your neck like you ain't taught them a thing, you know, if you ain't robotic and boring. And, you know, when your kids can, they just, you know, there's a disconnect there and it's not your fault. It's their fault. And they need to get that stuff together. You feel what I'm talking about? But they'll never admit it. They'll never admit it. Hopefully one day, if I keep on talking enough noise, boy, you know what I'm saying? They talking about Eddie B. You well, know, well, you you being the biggest spokesperson for teachers, man. You you gonna get the clout where you you gonna be able to meet with the Department of Education of uh, people like that? Yeah, because you obviously you obviously got the post of the teachers. You know what I mean? Like well, they, hey, they hey, rock well, with hey, people real for real. I don't represent all of them. I can tell you that right now. I don't represent Ooh, all of them. Um, so, so a, a lot of teachers. Some of them are they just they on something else. They just. I would say they're a part of the problem, but I'm gonna stop saying that. I'm gonna just say that they just don't relate to this, okay? Like, it's the majority, like, oh, we get it. Teaching was not our first choice. And even if it was, we, we did get burnt out. And we are the teachers who feel like we get overlooked and we underappreciated and underpaid and can't depend on nobody. We can't talk to nobody. We that teacher on campus. You know, there's so many on, on campuses all around the world. They just ain't saying nothing because some of the majorities on campus, they make you think like they got it all together. They got curriculum in their back pocket. They always score a high on tests. The kids score high on tests. That don't mean nothing. That don't mean you being effective. That means you teaching kids to a test well. That don't mean they learn a damn thing. You taught them how to take a test. Who sure. you talking to? And so, I speak on behalf of the teachers who can't really say nothing because we don't want to lose our jobs. We don't want to rock the boat. Because if you rock the boat, you start opening your mouth in meetings and stuff about what's going on, what's going wrong, they'll label you as a trouble. You're going to be out of there. Ease you out the district. They'll start writing you up and starting that paper trail on you. And you wake up one morning, you got a damn uh, growth plan on your desk and you ain't even did nothing. You know what I'm saying? And so I get it. I represent those, though. And so all the other teachers who probably follow me, they on for the fanfare. They on for the funny part of it. You know what I'm saying? Some of them can't even relate to the realness. But the teachers who really go through this, boy, my inbox be lit. My DM be lit. They'll shoot, hit me on my text line. It be lit. You know, just they because they really appreciate what's going on. And I pre they don't know how much I appreciate them because I thought that I was the only teacher that went through this kind of stuff, but I'm not. Hey, uh, big up uh, one more time, man. Thank y'all so much for tuning in this episode of the Teacher's Lounge, man, with my guest, uh, Terry Duran Boyd. I just found that out. He got a whole three names. <laughs> He's an author, you know what I'm saying? Hey, tell them how they can, uh, tell them how they can get a hold of some of your work. Hey, the boy got a, um, he, he's an advocate too. Uh, online, he always talks. He, he he's a guru on relationships as well. Hey man, tell them, uh, tell the people how they can get a hold to you and follow you and support your work, man. From the book to the relationship stuff, you know, the women stuff, the male, you know, relationship stuff. Tell them how they get a hold to you. All right, um, my transition from teaching. Uh, I'm I'm currently a certified relationship coach. Uh, I'm an author and I'm a public speaker. Um, my primary uh, platform is Instagram. You can reach me at, at Terry Duran. T-E-R-R-Y-D-E-R-O-N. 
Um, you can also purchase my books or check out my work at terryderon.com. Um, I, I speak about the male perspective on dating and relationships. Um, and I, I provide a real, 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 realistic perspective of what men, husband material men actually think and experience when it comes to dating and relationships. Man, that is rich. Because so many women, <laughs> so many women, they always want to know what a man is thinking. They always want to know what, what, what do I do? They want a male perspective on stuff. I'm glad you give it to them. You give it to them raw too, because you let women know what they're I love that part. You let them know, you don't do like these, some of these dudes, they be like, oh man, you a, you a jewel. <laughs> you are a jewel, and he should not be doing that to you. You more like, what the hell you did? That's what you be like. You be like, hey, what happened in this? Why do you keep playing yourself? Why do you have these unrealistic expectations? Like, what is going on? Like, I love that part about what you got going on. So, hey, Jesus is real. I, I'm sorry. I'm partial to that. I don't know. It's, it's too many weak guys all the way online. They just jump on the women's side, and they don't give a male perspective, a real male perspective. You know what I'm saying? The type of perspective that let a woman know, when, hey, won't you ease up on him a little bit? You know what I'm saying? He's this, he's that, and you gotta understand what you gotta do. You know what I'm saying? They they quick to bash the dudes. Them dude bashers, yeah. they the problems. That's, anyway. that's profitable, man. It's yeah. real profitable to do yeah. that. Hey, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Look here, make sure on the podcast, make sure y'all rate it, comment on the podcast. Please do that. It's on Anchor, Apple, all right? Uh, and please, you gotta stay locked in to dashradio.com. You can catch this thing every Wednesday, 4.30. Uh, uh, Central Standard Time, and you 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 got to equate the other, you got to equal out the other time. Uh, Eastern, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm tired. I can't do that for you, but 4:30 uh, Central Standard Time every Wednesday. Keep it locked in, okay? It's your boy Eddie B. Thank y'all for the love and support. Hey, make sure y'all y'all can text me on my text line, uh, 832-957-2788. And you know what? I'll open it up. If you want to hit me and let me know what kind of topics you want us to talk about on the podcast, something you want to be interested in, something you have a question about, hey, I'm open for that. Go ahead and hit me up, man. You can do it on my text line. You can be on my DM. Also, follow me, Eddie B Comedy, on everything. Uh, well, except for um, Twitter, because somebody got Eddie B Comedy. I told that boy. Anyway, on Twitter, I'm Comedian Eddie B. With Facebook, uh, Instagram, Eddie B Comedy. And you can also hit me on my website, EddieBComedy.com. Got the podcast popping. I got my special. We shoot my special December the 11th. Right now, the docuseries is out. Go to eddiebcomedy.com. The second episode will be out on Friday. Yeah, man, uh, follow that journey with me. It's beautiful, man, the way it unfolded from me going from the classroom to me performing in front of thousands of teachers, you know, relating to them at one time. And then, you know, kind of getting the eye of, you know, ABC and all the major networks. They want to hop in on stuff now too, but it all came from a teacher talking about that real perspective from teachers that other teachers really don't want to hear about. Jesus is real. So it's money and truth, okay? And uh, people think this is my niche. I, I like to think this is just my passion, okay? This is my passion, but I had to go through stuff. You heard us talk today about going through stuff. I had to go through stuff in order to get this passion because I didn't know about teaching. I didn't care about teaching. Once I became a teacher, and I was that teacher that went through stuff and, you know, I, it was rough for me. And I developed a passion for, especially once I figured out other teachers went through the same thing. So, hey, love y'all. Y'all be good. Y'all uh, do what you got to do not to stress. Pick up your drink. 
don't stress, man, whether it's legal or illegal, that ain't my business, okay? The district don't blood test. <laughs> <laughs> they don't do no tests for you. Hey, thank y'all for the love one more time. Thank you, uh, thank you, T-Boy, man. Much love, man. I, 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 I got you. I got you. Thanks for me, bro. Hopefully we can do some work together in the future. All right? Later. Bet, bet. Hey, Teacher's Lounge with your boy, Eddie B. See y'all next week. You are now tuned in to the Teacher's Lounge with Eddie B on Dash Radio and all major platforms.